It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over the moon. For another exciting episode of the Upix Podcast, I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How you doing, Thank Me Later? Yep, I'm doing good when I can figure out how to work my mute button. (laughs) There you go. We do have an exciting episode today and if you are tuning in this is january 14th 2021 our second episode of the new year um so a little different we have our neighborhood champions with us tonight we have nisharin nice to meet you and uh recurrier is filling in for june june who had uh prior commitments for the night so we're going to jump right into that after we're done with that we'll go into our normal uh episode of the numbers the new york minute we have a business beta program is out a lot of discussion on that and they released more players into the fear out aspect of that so exciting episode and uh we'll get right into it currently we have one day and 13 hours left on the sandbox wars if you didn't catch the upland action news with left house he had the neighborhood champions on and they had a very good discussion. So make sure you go over to YouTube and check that video out. And I'd like to welcome Nisha in. Uh, nice to meet you and Recurrier to the show. How are you fellas doing tonight? All right. Doing good. Doing good. Thank you. So currently with one hour and or one day and 13 hours left, Panhandle has a about a 260 point lead over Dogpatch and Mercer Manor is uh it's trailing way behind by uh, out of first place by about just under 800 points. Recurrier, you guys slow playing this? Uh, you know, I think it's just uh, we're just building and, and plugging away, and we've got a ton of um, properties to build on. And so I think we can keep up a consistent pace uh, throughout. And I guess the hope is that uh, Panhandle and Dogpatch maybe won't be able to keep up their pace, but um, we'll see. I mean, you know, we've got a lot under construction that's that's waiting to finish up, so maybe we get a little pop towards the end. Do you have properties that you're willing to open up to other players to help Mercer Manor build some? Oh, yeah, I've traded away tons of properties. I've probably traded away like 20 or more for building um every day i hand a couple more out to people uh some people had preferred to buy some so i've sold some and then a lot have been swapping so i have way more fresno properties than i had before um (laughs) but (laughs) uh you know very hopeful that that all turns itself around and and we can put everything back the way it was at the end but yeah we have a, a consistent turnover every day of, of properties and I just feed them out to whoever uh, can build on them. Yeah. Fresno is going to be a hub for a business. It looks like a San Francisco and Fresno are going to be part of that. So that's a good thing. Yeah. So speaking of buying stuff, uh, Nisha and you've been on a little buying spree. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of generous and <laughs> probably to a fault. Um, this is true. It's mostly a hail Mary. Uh, at this point. So, uh, 
trying to do what we can to generate the economy and do what, you know, do the right thing. Now I have, and, uh, and uh, we were forced to do the same thing because sneezer and won't stop buying. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that noise. It's kind of ticking me off, actually. But uh, we'll all enjoy the Chernobyl event here, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, we had to do something. We can't, uh, you know, can't uh, let let down our guard. Yeah, you're doing a great job over there. Pet Hell's been uh, super successful. Um, they've scaled really well. Um, we're truly impressed actually by how quickly they've actually built all out all their properties and uh um kudos to you honestly because that's that's a great thing we we thought we'd like stay close to you but uh my numbers show us uh kind of falling behind by the end of this war um but we'll see how the 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 towers pan out but you you have taken out a couple of our uh, apartments and some of our little townhouses, <laughs> which is pretty cool. We're cool with it. Uh, yeah, I, I was a. Uh, I didn't have the chance to do it this past uh, uh, past few days since the beginning of round two because I was busy, you know, coordinating all the builds in Panhandle, and uh, finally I got some breather uh, today and like. Um, cause our builds are starting to slow down too, but, um, it looks like we can keep on building until Saturday. Yeah, uh, you're good to go. I mean, that's, that's our advantage, man. We just have so much properties. You do. You, absolutely. Um, I mean, we're, we're pretty much maxed out. I mean, everyone who has properties already, already in process. And if I count the numbers, um, you guys have like nine apartments or eight apartments that are going to pop here by tomorrow and they'll that, put you in the that was also in the lead. that was actually actually also the reason why uh, we chose to fight dog patch instead of chinatown because uh, um we know we can out like outlast you guys in building um but with chinatown it's uh it's, they, they have a i think they have more properties too and uh actually like, a lot more bigger properties so that that was a that, that was our strategy from the very beginning. That's why we, uh, you know, we 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 worked on um, um, uh, putting them, uh, getting them out of the top three. Yeah, that's a great great strategy. And um, kudos to your team, by the way, because uh, we put a lot of a lot of upics on uh, property over there, and a lot of them declined it basically because they thought they were going to get yelled at by by you um so uh actually it wasn't me it was, it was, it was the one doing the yelling it was the others yeah I, uh, I, I i'm the one like i mean we were i'm the one a, keeping them calm actually yeah i mean we we're we we're dumping a lot of money uh primarily just you know to see what would happen for the most part mm-hmm. and it was nice to see that uh a lot of your team players were like god that's a lot of cash but uh you know we we're pretty dedicated and loyal so uh, MM, Mercy Manor, and uh, Panhandle, you guys have a, a great team over there, for sure. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I tried, I tried bribing your your team too. The, the ones that are that actually have something built um, couldn't, man. Not, none of them are selling. The ones who sold to me are the ones who don't have properties, man. Like they don't log into the game that much, and they probably just saw their email, you know, uh, saying that someone bid this amount. And they just rushed and accepted it. 
So yeah, the team is pretty tight over here. Um, I think you have a, a better opportunity to get Sunstar to give you stuff. I think he already traded one away to MG who took down one of our apartments. Yeah, well, actually, um, the story on that is um, actually we recruited Sunstar even before we chose. I mean, when we when we were recruiting people to buy in Panhandle. And uh, we were surprised later on that uh, you recruited him as his lieutenant. So uh, I recommended him because he's he's he, he touches my heart. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, he's yeah, autistic. Yeah. Um, having autistic family mm-hmm. and having an ex wife who works in special ed, I didn't want him stressed out. And I said, "Hey, gotcha. go do what you need to do. We don't really give a crap." Um, gotcha. And so he he took that offer up. I was uh, he, he told me that he wasn't going to build. Um, but obviously he somehow or another he decided to trade off a a property yes i'm actually surprised about that too Uh, today i saw that um he switched with mg i was like um because i didn't want to do that to sunstar because uh you know he was in your team in round one and um and i was surprised like oh my god you guys are building a tower there um but yeah man when when we got sunstar on for round two i was like this is pretty much GG. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got so much properties in Panhandle. Yeah, he does. He, he, yeah. he can wipe yeah. us out. You should hit him up more often and make sure every tower is black because uh, that's what we want. Yeah. So he, he, he would actually he could have decided it. <laughs> so I do... I do like all the strategy that you guys have going on behind the scenes and working each other and trying to trying to tempt people with money and right. uh that that was uh you you did have a great advantage there noise with uh being able to assemble a team and buy out the neighborhoods but you know everybody is giving you a strong run for your money there uh de- definitely I mean we got what 35 towers in panhandle um it was a that was a crazy like relentless attack from from different angles since the beginning since the the start of round actually since round one um but yeah you did say you were up for a challenge and wanted this to be uh pretty challenging i mean i had fun it's just uh like around the end of is it was a i'm getting tired out because um um I didn't expect the the work that I have to put and and I have like other stuff going on, you know. Um, so, but it, I I had fun. It was a it was a really good uh, good event. Yeah. Mm. So salt in the wound because I'm I'm working my ass off to try to turn this this around and you're like oh, I'm barely on Discord. I'm barely doing that <laughs> this that and the other thing. So uh, kudos to you, but. Um, I don't know. I hope I hope something happens that's like surprising because uh, mm. um, I don't think so. I don't think anything is going to happen. I know Sunstar is not going to give you any more um, property. I mean, right now it's pretty late. Even if you get Sunstar, you can't really yeah. do much. Too much over. Yeah, I mm. agree. Um, but uh, what do you call this? It's a it was good competition though, Nish. I mean, 
you, you definitely kept on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not, let's not talk about it. Like it's over. We still got a day and a half people. Um, I got still bids out there right on. Like honestly, if you think that you've played a hundred percent clean game and that there's no, no one else lurking in the ways to, you know, put a, put a wrench in that, or you're, you're not, you know, willing to admit like, Hey, I, everyone else is willing. They'll crack at one point because once you start to get to the end, you're like, "Oh man, your property isn't worth two hundred grand on Monday, buddy." Like, I mean, I mean, so try, try it. Oh, trust me, we are. <laughs> like, <laughs> try it. It's not over. We are trying. It ain't over. Dude, um, don't don't get cocky now, do, nice. You're, you're gonna have to do uh, what you, what you, you're doing right now in order to be this. You just don't want to be that person that intercepts the ball or picks up that fumble recovery and you're running towards the end zone at about the 10 yard line. You stick out the ball and start showboating and somebody comes up and sack and tackles your ass and uh, knocks right. the ball loose. I, I would, I would say try it. I mean, I'd love a challenge. I like it. I, I, I like mean, the competition. Yeah, yeah try it. Um, but here's what I'm going to say. I mean, be ready to spend a lot because you, your guys are going to have to do more than double what you're doing right now in order to well, be. Well, that, that might be true. Um, um, there's another strategy that you might consider. Because uh, right now, without <laughs> yeah. the towers, we got 3,100 points. But you might have people there that are going to dam- demolish their property at the end of the game. But yeah. I don't know who that is. I, I, mean, I don't know who that would I mean, be. I mean, sure. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. for sure, noise. <laughs> uh, honestly, my my view is that um, I'm writing up a communication to my team. Mm-hmm. I would expect by tomorrow, um, based on the towers that you created and what we've you know, the final numbers, um, <clears throat> that Panhandle definitely has a, a secure lock on the victory. But mm-hmm. I don't think we're giving up at this point. Right. Um, if there's anyone listening to this and you're in a Panhandle. You can help us out by demolishing any property you have. Um, but um, for the most part, it's all for fun. Right, um, right. So it's, it's no big deal either I mean, way. I see what you guys are doing here. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we, I believe in my team. Uh, I believe what, what, the, what we've worked on so far. Um, I trust them. Um, I mean, if, if anyone is, uh, is, is going – you know, their way to do what you guys are, you know, are suggesting to do. I mean, that's up to them. Um, can't really do much about that. But uh, I'd like to, to trust them. You know, we've, uh, we've struggled for the past, you know, for, since round one. We do all these relentless attacks from everywhere. And, uh, Your score doesn't seem to indicate the, any right. sort of struggle. Like, don't, don't <laughs> ask. You know who yes, struggled? Yes. Mercer yeah. Manor versus CT. Yeah, you don't. You don't know struggle. You're sitting in your ivory tower, like just clicking people. You are not struggling. Do not play the struggle card. I will definitely. I will definitely say to get into that. Those towers in round one. Come on. And then plus 35 towers in round two. Come on. Oh, and yet uh, you haven't even, you know, never not been on the top. So, again, you're not struggling. Come on. We, we are making it. struggle a... to stay in the top. Nope. 
Pe- people Literally are making three thousand points. Remember, three thousand points, <laughs> no apartments. <laughs> it was that really doesn't, that doesn't sound like a struggle or a close combat. Like, yeah, and you, you have time to actually go to work. And you, you say you're not going <laughs> to Discord, man. I mean, you it's uh, Recurrier and I. I'm, I'm, I'm tired at this yeah. moment, so it's 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 suggesting otherwise, mm-hmm. and. And uh, the the amount of uh, work that me and my team have has done in order to get those points yeah. is is unbelievable. So I don't I don't like you guys undermining that. Not undermining it, but to say that you're struggling yes, is a yes, bit of a reach. Yes, we Considering, did. I mean, all the, you know, we know what we're Courier and his team and Nisha and his team are putting out there. Everyone's mm. working hard. But you sure as hell aren't struggling. Like, like, let's be honest. Like, you guys are cranking out the development. You're just developing property <laughs> after property yeah, after like, property. Like, <laughs> and, why don't you do twenty trades a day to get people to, in there to develop? You're not struggling. You're working. You're hustling, and yeah, that's something you weren't expecting. Okay, but you're not. Sh- like, poor recurrier is out there just trying to build <laughs> two point buildings and as many little properties as he freaking can. I don't even yeah. know that there's an apartment building in Merced Manor. Like, there's there's a few, but that's part of the problem we have so many small properties yeah like yeah. that's a struggle yeah. that dude's we, putting up a thousand point score one point at a time quite literally so well, I'm, I'm not sure if if people were aware but i actually built an nft and sent it out on wax to every wallet that won a super miles to try and contact the absentee owners and um <laughs> yeah. i, oh, yeah. I actually got yeah, That's two funny. two major owners that that got in touch with me. I was able to completely buy out one. I bought out his entire stock in Merced Manor, and then yeah. the other one, Mister Hurricane. Um, I got to talking with him, and I convinced him to come back to Upland. He had he had abandoned Upland, and I was like, "Dude, come on, get in here. Let's make it happen." And uh, I I was successful in actually bringing him back to the game, and um, That's you know, up. I sent I sent him the article I wrote, and and I talked with him, and he's like. Yeah, man, I'm excited about this again. Let's let's do it. Uh, we, I mean, we we went with every angle we could think of. We we have a huge NFT giveaway. Um, you know, we've we've tried to think outside of the box because definitely having so many small properties uh, makes it a, a very different challenge to fill that up because i don't think we even have 10 apartment sized properties if you have recurring communication from mr hurricane i put uh, bids on his property in panhandle so maybe you can have him crush those Ooh, there you go there we go now we're getting next level (laughs) outstanding i mean never uh, i'm putting like tons of money on property over there and some of them take it some of them don't i i may have his discord um, contact info. So <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, getting exciting, um, but all right, gentlemen. Though, really appreciate you guys coming on, talking about uh, the championship. It just started to get juicy, but uh, prior commitments are keeping other people to do things. We got one day, twelve hours left. Will Panhandle hold on? Uh, Mercer Manor. It, will you make a come up? Dog Patch. Will your offers come in for the cell towers? A lot of stuff to happen in the next day and twelve hours. You all have your spreadsheets. You all have your 
contacts and you're working a deal after a deal it's going to be exciting to see how it ends really appreciate you guys on this and uh let's keep it fun and remember it's all in good nature it's all in good fun we got some really great players in each neighborhood uh having a real good time so nothing personal always fun and i'm really enjoying watching this mini event unfold and i have kept my word i've built cell towers on every property or on properties that i own in every neighborhood that i own but I don't own anything in dog patch still to this day. So you guys got lucky. That sounds like a closing out. I, I thought we were just getting started here. <laughs> we are just ATML. I'm about to put a thousand dollars for an apartment. You want to buy it in Panhandle? No, no, I don't. I mean, I thought you guys are going to. Uh, I, I might go for it. How much? How much damage is it? Like <laughs> I mean, well, it's forty it's points. 40. <laughs> yeah, put it up. I'm telling you guys. I mean, you're you're welcome to do it. Yeah, but we already So I mean, I think that I think that that's a solid message from your leader. Don't be afraid to sell out. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was. (laughs) You're a community that your leader. Make make everyone in your neighborhood profitable. I mean, sneak an event. Yeah. Second. And make everyone profit. And handle liquidity event confirmed. It's a uh, it's very nice for you guys to uh, interpret like that. Nice. I mean, <laughs> how would how should we interpret that? I mean, I'm about to give you a, a, an apartment for a thousand dollars. Okay, great. <laughs> so, Man. so what you're saying All is right, that everyone should have this. their price. I gotta go, guys. Yeah. I have a fire part. All right. <laughs> All right. Now All right. we. Uh, I mean, it was good. It was good all fun. Thank you, Noyce. Enjoy the night. Uh, Nietzsche Recourier, we can get into deeper stuff after the podcast on the uh, post-podcast show, and we'll get that posted too. So um, that was a great conversation there. Very interesting. And, uh, yeah. So moving on. (laughs) If you did uh, come across this episode – and what is Upland? I, I, <laughs> Imagine this was your first episode. Imagine like, <laughs> like, oh, I heard about this Upland thing. Let me check out this podcast. What the he- I'm out. Like, <laughs> I'm going back to Neopets. Screw this. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, is we just uh, switched our podcast host this week, too. We uh, went to a different podcast host, and they have a, a wider uh, distribution network, and it was kind of interesting. They even had a distribution network for a couple of the larger, uh, larger Indian podcast groups that is specific to the country of India. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they were, there were actually two different, a, uh, two different platforms to, uh, distribute your podcast on and we do have some players from india in the game already because they have listened to the podcast before so i'll be interested to see how how that spreads there um but yes so if you used to listen to us on wooshka.com we have changed to captivate.fm so please uh, update your links there and if you haven't been notified uh that is why because we switched a lot of uh a lot of good things from the marketing standpoint, uh, distribution, uh, analysis, uh, a lot of good analytics there, and a cheaper price. So better product, better money, 
It's good. So we switched that up. So, yeah, if this was your first episode to listen to our podcast, wow, that was something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> so besides the neighborhood wars, what is Upland TML? Oh, really? Put me on the spot. Well, never mind. Hold on. I, I got block unchained because we always like that. Unchained. I do. Hey, everybody. Cool. Uh, the definition of Upland that I present always depends on who I'm talking to and what they know. But the most grand claim I like to make about what Upland really is about is Upland is an early stage cross-platform metaverse that is on a path to becoming the largest and most dynamic economy of NFTs in the world. There you go. He's chipping. <laughs> like cross-platform what? When, when is that going to happen? I love hey, the guy, but honestly, hey. like somebody who's jacking off all day long. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, te- crypto hey, kitties. Technically, we already had crypto kitties. No, uh, that's I, not cross-platform. Cross-platform. We have kitties. There's a whole island, and you have a property there. So yes, you, but I also have property in other uh, other virtual worlds are kicking ass about cross-platform. So I don't think Upland should claim that that monarch. Honestly, I mean that's but. that's their goal. So. All right. And we support that. (laughs) I concede. Yes. Plus, with the upcoming Blockchain Heroes Upland Mega Crossover event. That will be exciting. You submit. Multiverse Crossover. Done. Look. Proving it wrong all the time. Did you submit? Well, the gateways are due in very soon, too. I mean, let's Um, be honest. So, I mean, it, it is. There's a lot of big claims. Um, and I mean, that's why we're here. That's why people are investing. It's a platform, um, that has mobile native, the, the big thing. So I'm a, as a technologist, the thing that drove me to this, and I'm not a, you know, everyone who knows me knows I'm not a crypto person by any stretch. I'm a technologist. The fact that you can get it on your Apple phone, the fact that you can get it on your Android app store is a massive lowering of barrier of entry into this NFT world. I, didn't really understand NFTs. I barely understand them now, but the fact that I will be able to trade them on my phone in an Apple app means that it is a thousand times easier than something like CryptoKitties, which is insane, or all of the other ones that require to have private wallets and a desktop setup. Like, nope, that's never going to be a mainstream game or activity. I mean, I got really excited uh, there was a F1 Delta time coming out, and it's based off of Formula One racing. And it, it was pretty cool. You own the car, the drivers, you can get enhancements depending on it, and you can take stuff to the garage and build stuff. Concept, really cool. White paper, really cool. It's uh, on the Ethereum network. Um, I already had a MetaMask on my browser, so I'm like, okay. Well, first thing, you can't play it on the mobile disappointing i don't have much time at a desktop with my lifestyle so i'm like all right i'll I'll get an hour throughout the week whatever cool but the gas prices just to convert to rev which is the currency which is used in the game to buy all the stuff i'm paying like 20 25 dollars to convert a hundred u.s dollars over and i'm like this makes no sense no way am i just throwing away 25 dollars uh, 25% of what I'm trying to do to buy things in a game. So kind of frustrating yeah. there. Wax definitely has a little bit better of a model for those type of things. Although the 
F platform is good for really expensive rare art. Like you don't care that you're spending 20 bucks if you just spent 50 grand. Um, that does well on, on Ethereum, but man, for the collectibles and the games and the stuff like that, Wax kind of has it figured out. And um, I think that's going to be one of the primary gateways that are going to open up right off the rip. And that's where Blockchain Heroes is. So that's that's a big focus for them. And since they're both EOSIO platforms, it should be a very simple gateway. Yeah. And I think the other thing that's interesting is now that I've been in this little, this crypto bubble for a little bit, and I mean, I like to think that I'm not really, I still, I've, I've dabbled my toe. I own some NFTs. I don't own any, I guess technically I own wax, but like I, I'm not an investor in crypto. Like you, you start to get into this echo chamber, which I, I do kind of worry a little bit about of like, you know, everything I see is like NFTs are the future. And I go, yeah, yeah, they're pretty cool. And I mean, garbage pants and, and tops and things like that coming into it. But like I go, if the market is gaming, I take a step back and I go back into my gaming world of like ease of use and, and even things like, you know, how microtransactions and daily activities I go, we're still a long way away from seeing what I would consider um, a feasible mainstream game. Uh, and that's where like, I'm really looking forward to like, you know, maybe the businesses, I mean, there's needs to be some other activities and daily stuff that's going to be driving um, what I would consider for mainstream gamers. Uh, but again, my lens is, I think, significantly different from most of the the people who are putting large chunks of money into this, um, looking at it as a, like a crypto investment and less as a game. Um, it, it, so, And it will get there. I, think, I mean, um, Alien Worlds has done a really good job of doing that. Having the daily login, you've got to go in, you've got stuff you need to do, you got to shuffle around your cards, and it's all on the web and on mobile. It is on mobile? Just, ah. Yeah, I do it all the time on mobile. And, um, yeah, yeah you, just, you just sign in with uh, a Wax Cloud Wallet, and as you know, you can sign into the Wax Cloud Wallet super easy just with the, uh, your email. Um, so... Hmm. That's that's one that, that has really uh, shown um, some promise. And if you look into, if you look a little deeper in, into what their long term plans are, um, I you know I think it's the type of thing for you, TML that would that would kind of check a lot of those uh, boxes. They're in beta now, but it's a very functional beta. It just has little hangs with the, I think it's JavaScript or something, but. Uh, there's a lot of, at the end of January, there's a lot of other stuff um, opening up and uh, yeah, yeah, I was actually back when, um, fuck, when that scam came through, uh, what was that Chibis. scam that um, Chibis? Chibis, damn it, lost so much <laughs> damn money. I was actually in talks at the same time. Um, obviously, I backed the wrong horse on that one um, mm. with the developers of um, of that of the Alien game because I, I was actually working on an Alien storyline, like a RP storyline for Upland, um, just like for fun. And I uh, was looking at them. So, yeah, I, I might have to dust off. I'm still a little bit bitter, honestly, from Chibi. So I've shut down a lot of my other NFT stuff just because I just, well, it just rubbed me so wrong. In an NFT perspective, you, your digital art's doing amazing. And even NBA Top Shot, they just had uh, 
a card sell today for or a moment. It's not even a card. It's a moment. So they're clips of NBA plays and Ja Morant, his number one of 49 Cosmic cards sold for $35,000. Four real big uh, daily fantasy sports players. uh, They got together and chipped in and uh, bought that card for $35,000. That's crazy. Yeah. There's, there's been things are, things are heating up. There's been some, some buys in that 30, 40,000 range, um, on wax, um, but very few, uh, but there's been a lot more on, um, you know, the, the thousand, 2000, you know, things are heating up. There's one real big whale that's in the wax community now that's really going nuts. And he's, uh, he's spent over a million. So, is it Uncle Ski? It's Unkski? No. no. It is not Unkski. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uncle, Uncle Sky has been... Uh, <laughs> yeah, what, happened, what happened to our, our boy? He's been... I, I don't know. He's been kicked out of more communities than I have joined. So I, he, That's impressive because I don't know a community that you wouldn't join. Oh, yeah. I'm in a <laughs> lot. I've, I mean, that's been my whole... You know, we're talking about business coming up but that's been my whole business plan to to get as much broad exposure and understand the whole nft arena really well so that when that does open up in upland um i'm well informed on it and uh you know i i can just say most of the communities have had their experience with uncle sky and most of the communities don't have (laughs) any more experiences with him anymore. All right. We do have to stay on track. We got a lot going on. Uh, And there's, there's some shocking stuff coming up in the weekly numbers. I think a lot of people will be surprised. Uh, So we got to jump into that really quick. Oh, shocking. You'll, you'll like it because I I was seen, I haven't seen the numbers. So they will be as shocking to me, I guess. I was really, I was really looking, you know, we had our Jeff Bezos and our Bill Gates, but we and then Elon no. Musk was just named the richest man in the world, so we really didn't have our Elon Musk. I think we found him this week already. Serious? Serious? You, you'll see. Well, he's not the richest right now, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, but here's the numbers. We're on DappRadar.com. We'll go through these pretty quick. Anything interesting? Nothing. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four hours, seven, seven day. Um, yeah. 13. Hey, seven day, we're up 14%. That's not bad. We're at 13K. Okay. Yep. And. Hey, 30 day, we're at uh, 15K. That's good. I, I like That's that. A tw- 25% increase. Yeah. So, solid. So you Look said. At, there's our boys, Alien Worlds, up a th- 1,200%. Nice. I mean, that's impressive. It is. And you All said. Right, sec- I'm, I'm sold. I'm getting back into Alien World. You heard it here. Second week of March. We're, I don't know. We we might hit that 20K before the second week of March. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope so. So do I. All right. All right. Moving on. So Shock. I want the shocking numbers. Yeah. Check out dapraider.com, rankings, games, if you want to know more. Uh, moving what, on to. What category was that under? Sorry, I didn't. Okay. Games. Games? Okay. Just making sure. Yep. Now, for the weekly numbers. All right, let's see. Also, if you're if you aren't on live now, you should join live. What the 
because you will get to see we do screen share so you can see the numbers like i just saw who the hell is tolga <laughs> yes so our numbers are provided by dailyuplander.com check out dailyuplander.com so what the hell yes so our numbers provided by dailyuplander.com just showed that we have a new person on the overall net worth tolga 44.5 million upex brand new and who, what what who <laughs> i have so many questions you do how did they fly under the radar usually if there's somebody climbing like we, there's a buzz have i just missed it well they they did it quick tell me tell me they're buying up panhandle is that what's happening they are not buying up panhandle <laughs> <laughs> they are not oh, buying up panhandle new york they're in they're a new yes. york whale so here uh yes so if you pull up upx.world you can <gasps> see what yeah you can see some wonderful stats if you look right here you have a chat of their total uh, properties oh, network the, uh, the back we got your windows man yeah all right They bought the largest unminted skyscrapers. That's that's genius, though. All what's right. the uh, what's the multiplier on uh, skyscrapers? Six five two six five. So if you look right here on one ten at nine o'clock in the morning, they threw in. They had one point three six million upx, and then later that day, nine at night, they went to nine point two eight million. And then on the eleventh, they jumped and they threw in thirty grand in twelve hours. Whoa! Uh, T. Davis is saying, "Pretty sure that was Bitcoin." Yeah, we've seen now. I mean, that's the second major Bitcoin. It's funny because I mean, you think you know, earlier in the year, drop a Bitcoin, you barely make top one hundred. I mean, Bitcoin. I, what's it at now? What's I, again? I don't even have any idea. Uh, right now, as we speak, it's been bouncing around right around the 40K mark, and I have the update of uh, 39,236 as of 10.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on January 14th, 2021. Holy shnikes. So their monthly income without a boost is 617,317 UPEX. This is without a boost. And so we, and again, they're presumably. So they bought the second most expensive property in Upland to date. <gasps> oh my God. 200 gosh. or 20, 250 West 34th Street. It's in Chelsea. And it was a 12.7 million UPEX property. And it's uh, 1,326 up squares. In case you were curious, that was not an FSA property. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> and that is the most expensive cow. skyscraper out there. Oh, we need to. Is this person on? Are they on Discord? I have no idea. I they mean, are. we need to get. I want to get them on the show. I want to talk to them. This is super cool. Genius way to do this, by the way. Yes, and, and they knew it absolutely. And they knew that what, like what they, they were doing. Out the price at ninety nine nine ninety nine nine ninety nine. 
and that's only a 7x 8x from where you minted it. Yes. That's so he, true. He that's also crazy. bought, or she, could be a she, also bought 215 Cherry Street, and that's in two bridges, and that's uh, 9.4 million up X, and that's in the skyline Manhattan. And then also bought 30 Park Place for in Tribeca for 4.8 million up X. So they got one Washington Square. Yes. Shakes fist. For, oh. for three million up X, they got a hundred uh Blecker Street, Bleecker Street for two million, uh seventeen eighty five Third Avenue in Harlem for one point three and two sixty five Cherry Street for one million up X. And they had a handful of hundred thousand, couple hundred thousand, oh, almost yeah. million. I mean, this is pocket change. That's like, you know, a three days worth of interest for him at this point. Yes. So this wow. person, whoever this person is, knew what they were doing. They have 177 total properties, completed 12 collections. but And that's what you do. If you have open collections like that, we, we saw Dizzy and Noyce do that with the, with the Curator Collection in San Francisco. So now we have Tolga doing this here in Manhattan. And they did buy up a bunch of Fresno properties, too. They're a little bit here and there on everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm curious. Uh, obviously. Um, all the expensive purchases were in New York. No, it's it's really cool. So, I mean, I wonder, like, how they got into it. Did they get a referral bonus? I mean, we would know if they were on. Well, I mean, their first one wouldn't have been uh, their major purchase anyway. No, um, because they only put a million in. Only a million. <laughs> <I like> that. <laughs> We're like, eh, they only put a million to start in. I mean, they barely dipped their toe in with dropping a grand. Um, man, that's super cool. Definitely want to interview. So, and I'm curious if anyone on the, uh, you know, anyone who's here live just knows this person or. Like, I wonder, you know what it almost, I, I would be curious if they came from the cryptocurrency world, I wonder if they like run in the same circles as Ryan. Uh, Cause that feels like a play. Like they go, Oh yeah. You know, you want to get these multipliers. They talk about it. You know, they go, okay, I'll come in. I drop a thousand. I, I buy a couple things. I get the collection. I get the feel. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I'll drop up. I'll, I'll drop a, a Bitcoin on it and then uh, go buy out these skyscrapers. Damn. I'm not even, you know what? I'm not even mad that he kicked me out of the top three on that one. Like Kent and I were fighting over top three for a while, uh, back and forth. But if you're going to get knocked out, that's the way to do it. Jeez. Yeah. What's the new minimum net worth in the top hundred? New minimum net worth in the top hundred. That's that's the other thing. I mean, we don't need to go through because we, we yeah. spent a lot of time. I mean, he deserved his own little segment. Like that's impressive. Five point uh, five million. Five point. I mean, four. Another. That's another four hundred up. Like yes. So. Yeah. We'll be at. I think we'll be at six million minimum by the end of. Uh, how many people are below six million? Like how many people need to get above six million here? Scroll up a little bit. Um, all right. There we go. Not many. Yeah. Ten. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll be at above six million. My boy Flow. Flow nine breaking the top one hundred. Woo woo. There you go. So all the other stuff. Um Ad Rock apparently went off as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Super cool. Um 
yeah so that's the biggest thing uh all the other numbers not much exciting uh barbatanas jumped 22 spots in fresno but nothing really exciting we do have a lot of stuff we want to get to and uh so we'll move right into one of our next favorite episodes And it's live from Little Italy in New York. T. Davis with the New York Minute. How we doing tonight, T? Hey, guys. How you doing? <clears throat> Man, you're sounding good tonight, T. What's hey, what's why, different? Thank you. This is my uh, new microphone that my beautiful fiance bought me for Christmas. So I'm hoping I'm sounding good. Yeah. I'm going to jump right into our fun fact. So I think some of the community knows that I'm in Texas. And so I specifically, since things died down a bit with New York City after the holidays, I figured I would go hunting for a Texas-themed New York City fun fact. And believe it or not, I found one. The fun fact for today's episode is the entire world's population So you got to think about that, right? That's what, 7 billion people. The entire world's population could fit in the state of Texas if it were as densely populated as New York City. Hmm. So. I don't reckon Texans would be okay with it. I'm also. Definitely not. I'm also in Texas. That's uh, why I moved here, to get away from that dense mm, Texans wouldn't be. That whole don't tread on me, mm -hmm, (laughs) that would be too many people. Yep. So, all right. Um, so jumping right into the numbers, uh, Dizzy still at the top with 2,828 properties. Um, didn't buy too much between this episode and last, uh, with the exception of a few one-offs, the majority of the buys were on West 28th street in Chelsea. Um, one of my new favorite neighborhoods, um, for a collection speculation reasons, we'll talk some more about that later. Um, TM still sitting in second with 456 properties. He moved up 46, so he was doing some buying. Uh, the majority of those purchases were in Rose Hill in Harlem. And then Ben 68, which I have an interesting fact about Ben in a little bit, but uh, he's still sitting in third with 322 properties. Uh, EH0405 um, which he's a, he, if you guys don't know EH, he and I struck up a, uh, a friendship in DM and he's super knowledgeable. So if you guys haven't reached out to EH, um, I would suggest it. He has got a lot of experience and knowledge in this gaming sector. Um, but he's sitting at fourth with 316 properties. And then the top 10, we round out Brett Gerber, MG, Atomic Pop, Oliver, Sunstar and Hodler. Um, we have two new members to the charts, uh, Free Range Chick in at 100, and my man Jim Juice breaking the top 100 at 96. Um, our biggest movers of the week were B Jammer Boy up 16 spots and GeoGebra up 10. There are, so these numbers you'll notice that they have decreased significantly. I believe the last episode we had 68 new property owners, something in that range. And this week that's literally cut in half. We have 34 new unique 
property owners for a grand total of 733. And that's what I have for you with the numbers. So my next segment, I'm going to introduce a new one and it's going to be called collection speculation. Since we know that the uh, Upland team has come out and said that, um, you know, they're done with releasing collections for now with the exception of, of two conditions being met. And that's one, the collection is sold out or a major feature release in San Francisco. So in this last week, I am not aware of anything selling out, although I could be wrong and I might defer back to the chat here on this live to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe anything sold out. And so my personal collection speculation is uh, revolving around this crazy idea that I came up with. So the community had made some jokes with the releases of the collections that they were referencing Wikipedia articles. And so the joke was going was, you know, I think Chinatown is a collection and someone would say, is there a Wikipedia article? No, it's not a collection. And, right. And so that got me thinking, I actually went and looked at the, Wikipedia article for Manhattan scrolled down to neighborhoods and the first four mentioned neighborhoods are Upper East Side, Little Italy, Soho, and Tribeca. And so stop hyping Tribeca. Stop hyping Tribeca. (laughs) Which is exactly where I'm going with this along with the Upper East Side. I, you know, I, I don't know if it could be that simple, but from somebody who did a lot of research on little Italy on the internet and always wondering why they chose that neighborhood. Cause it just doesn't jump out and, or, or stand out from the other neighborhoods really in, in any metric or any capacity. I was always wondering like, why did they choose this ethnic neighborhood amongst, you know, over all the other ones. And I think that's the answer. I think it's that simple that those four neighborhoods are what they're going with. So Upper East Side, Tribeca, Bida. Um Hold so on. Back to the... Hold on. I'm wait, sorry, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to write down your predict- predictions now. So we got... <laughs> yeah. So just like two... Or just like thank me later. Uh, so we got Tribeca. You have Upper East Side. Yep. Mm, Upper East Side. I don't know if I have anything there. What else? Uh, well, the other two. So the reason why Little Italy, you're sold out. Yep. That is because it's 50% accurate at this point. Yep. Little Italy. 50% accurate. In Soho. And yeah. so. Soho's not sold out. No, no, no. Just I'm, I'm saying as, as collections. Oh, as like collections. We, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. So we'll put those other two down and see how accurate. You are. Yeah. All right. So listen to this story that uh, involving Ben 68, like I mentioned er earlier. So to my knowledge, the first mortgage transaction took place between EH0405 and Ben 68. So Ben 68, he minted two enormous Skyline collection properties. One was 1.5 million. The other was 1.6. And needing a third and 750k he contacted eh to negotiate a potential mortgage deal for the third pro- that third property they settled on 425 park avenue 
EH agreed to a deposit of 125,000 upics. And then they agreed that it would be the, the remainder would be made in eight weekly payments of 110,000 upics. And they would facilitate that deal by EH purchasing a Fresno property or Fresno burner as we call it. And, um, Ben would buy that weekly um, for a total sale price of 1,005,000 upics. Uh, ben 68 is paying all the fees for a total cost of 1.1 million upics. A Fresno and, burner. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard of anybody doing anything like that and certainly not that substantial of a purchase and uh, just talking with Ben 68 about it, uh, you know, he had said that the the foundation of this deal was just, you know, it's all rooted in trust and building relationships and the things that we've talked about in the past involving collection sharing and, and the like. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty neat. And he only has 250K to go because he made a ton of upics today selling out the Panhandle team. <laughs> right i wonder why you kept posting like only uh you know so much to go that i mean that pays off some of my mortgage kept posting that uh, and I, I wasn't really entirely sure what that was in reference to so i'm glad we got that backlog um that's pretty interesting yeah i thought so as well nice. and uh, then just aside from that there's there's really not a whole lot going on right now um i'm a Super excited for the rest of the topics that we're going to address on on the podcast. The only really only one only other noteworthy thing is that the floor on the secondary market in NYC has risen to five dollars for fiat transactions and six point point four k in upix, which that's up three hundred upix since I last posted like a day and a half ago in the Discord. So the floor is raising pretty quickly in NYC. Um, so if you want to get in, you're a new player or uh, want to get in cheap, now is the time to do it because that's going to continue to rise and likely hit double digits soon. That's crazy. Nice. Also, I like, uh, I think we need to, to uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say. I've just lost the word. But uh, f- coin. There we go. Coin the phrase Fresno burner. Uh, that that got me. That was enjoyable. Uh, yeah. Let me hold on. I got to go pick up some Fresno burners to get this deal done. <laughs> so if we we need like an Upland Urban Dictionary. That's what we need. We need the Upland Ur. Let's uh, let's make that happen. Where we. <laughs> Fresno burner. When you buy a crappy Fresno property just to make a deal because the upline team hasn't put in a way for you to reasonably transfer upex between players. So hey, we're we're kind of short on this deal. You got any Fresno burners for me? Absolutely. I just need a couple Fresno burners to get this deal done. What what you got? <laughs> nice. I, I love the Fresno burners. So also, what happened this week is they opened up the beta for the fiat out for another 70 individuals and the u.s dollar property sales that channel has just blown up on discord with everybody cutting some deals now the interesting thing is t davis can you confirm this um if you buy a property for u.s dollars 
it comes back and your property is only valued at the original minting price. Do you know if that's that a fact? That is correct. That's not good. That's correct. So if you have a 100,000 UPEX property and you list it for $1,000 and I buy it for $1,000, it's not going to reflect in my net as a 1 million UPEX purchase. It's going to reflect as the original 100,000 UPEX property and uh, in both directions also. So if I were, if you were to buy it under mint, right? So if it's a, you know, 5,000 UPEX property and I buy it for $3, it's not going to show on my net as 3,000 UPEX. It's going to show as 5,000. So that definitely needs to be, addressed by the team yeah i think that's definitely an issue as as you'll see some of the more popular properties being sold um you know wall street property a financial district property a landmark um, a curator property uh, one of the skyline properties because people will throw down millions of upex on it and then their net worth won't reflect what they bought for it and then that also decreases the value of the property so say you Correct. just spent 5 million upex on a property that somebody spent a million upex on you, you don't have that secondary sale of seeing the increase of the property so how are you going to convince somebody to pay 8 million or 10 million upex for the property because it's just they can figure out that it's just 1 million well, but hold on. I mean, the current secondary market doesn't know that either. You put up you put up a property for 10 million upex and the original minting price was 1 million upex. So let's say the original minting price is 1 million upex, somebody buys it on the secondary market for 2 million upex and then you sell it, you go to sell it for 10 million upex. The person who's buying it for 10 million upex doesn't know that you bought it for 2 million. They only know the original minting price. So I don't necessarily agree with that. I, the secondary market, I guess it's technically the tertiary market because their primary sale to your secondary sale through say fiat, it doesn't matter because your base sale, it doesn't affect your interest or anything like that. So I get that it affects the net worth and I agree. I don't like that because I've sold some things and then people, it feels kind of bad for the people who spent all this money to then have their net worth be so low if they bought, you know, a property that had a high markup. Um, but as far as like then them trying to resell it, no one's going to be like, Oh, well, what did you pay for it? Because you can't see that anyway. Um, and unless you're interrogating the chain, which at that point you'll see that they paid fiat for it. So, and the chain doesn't tell you what they paid Fiat for. Um, it, it they're, doesn't? they're having it right now. Our chain people sucks. are having issues pulling the Fiat numbers off the chain. Um, okay. I, I mean, I see it in the, like on the fan server, we have that channel, like the sales. Yeah. Channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there. So. Okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And that's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's hacker pulling it from his database. Um, the, all of the all of the information is on the chain, just not in a in a way where you could go to the transaction itself, look at it, and, and be able to see what was paid for it. it. There's a lot more involved. 
Yeah, so I think probably like Obex World or, or, you know, anyone else who's building one of these sites for the data. I mean, I, I think there is like a, you know, the, the idea of a transaction history. So you can pull up the history of uh, any property. I think well, that would be super cool. See what it was traded to. So like uh, I've noticed I'm watching the, the trades now and I see some um, – collection trading i feel like there's a lot of fomo speculation around uh the you know impending changes to collection trading so i see a lot of uh crazy shenanigans going on with that it'd be interesting to see um how readily traded a property is and then to a lot of speculation did that you know i don't think there's a damage to the collection but in the future that could damage the property be like oh how many people have owned this? Like, ugh, oh, you, tra- point. you traded it around to a hundred people and now you're trying to sell it to me. Like, Ooh, that's, that's a used ass property. <laughs> like, uh, like I think <laughs> the, the that's kind of a funny story. Like, yeah, mine's a, mine's a, uh, Oh, original owner, right? Like you have those, like, Hey, original owner, this one hasn't been passed around. Like, uh, like a joint at a Snoop Dogg concert. There you go. See, but that's fucking funny, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And congratulations. The first F bomb was not by TML. Oh, we got, we got a next one for our urban dictionary. Ben 68 with the wall street sloppies. Yes. Oh, who wants some wall street sloppies from Ben 68? Get it. <laughs> That's great. We, you, what, you trading around the, the painted lady? We call those the loose ladies. Loose ladies, just pass them <laughs> around. <laughs> Who's got a pair of loose ladies for me? This, oh this show is uh, just straight money. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Yes. So now we have a whole underground culture of just uh, abusing properties. Like, so, all right, we should probably end the analogies. J- just for a recap for everybody, uh, in this episode, we have got Fresno Burner, uh, my Wall Street Sloppies, who wants some Wall Street Sloppies, the Loose Ladies, loose and uh, ladies. and to bring one back from a couple episodes ago is taking a dump and collecting some Upex. Oh yeah, the Dizzy Special. <laughs> the Would Dizzy you, Special. The Dizzy Special taking a dump and collecting my Upex. Like classic. Oh All boy. Right. <laughs> I love our culture. <laughs> Moving on. Uh so today it was released is the business beta program. Uh one of the biggest things is it, it's beta. These aren't going to be there's a lot of speculation, a lot of comments, a lot of negativity, a lot of excitement. It's going back and forth. So they're looking for people to sign up to start building out the business model of Upland. And you'll have a block explorer shop and an outdoor decor shop. The block I mean, explorer shop is yeah. misleading because you would think you're able to do your custom block explorers. But right now, it's going to be more of a marketplace. My interpretation is Upland will provide you with the block explorers. People will come to your shop, and you'll be able to sell them for UpEx, so on and so forth. Uh, the outdoor decor sh- 
decor shop is more of working with the upland team and designing uh, creating blueprints for inanimate objects that will be portable and able to be placed on your different upland properties. And you'll work with the upland team to get the designs approved and set the appropriate number of spark hours required. So this one's a little more complex and uh, you'll be able to manufacture an inventory by staking your spark. And that, that's where I'm wondering that why is one person having to stake their spark in the, do they get extra spark? I, I, I don't get well, that. No, no. I mean, they wouldn't. I mean, the spark is universal, right? So spark is spark is the building block for anything non animate, non-organic, right? So that's the non-organic building material is spark. So whether it's houses, cars, outdoor decor, I'd be curious if they're going to require Spark. They didn't mention it there to build the the block explorers or if they're just going to give people inventory of the block explorers. There was no uh, mention of Spark, so I think you're just getting inventory. So just like there's going to be 10 people and then they're going to release, um, they'll say, hey, everybody gets, you know, however many custom block explorers or maybe you have to pay UpX to Upland to buy the stock. I'm curious. I mean, well, there's going to be an upcoming MMA. AMA would be way more interesting if it was an MMA. Um, (laughs) 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 That's hilarious, dude. The reality is we're going to have to actually spend UPEX to buy Spark to actually get inventory and then try to turn around and make a profit. I mean, there's nothing that's happening here in Upland that has nothing to do other than trying to, like, continually – pay the salaries of 25 developers uh, wherever the fuck they are. Where, where are they at? I forgot. Well, no, because keep in that's mind really, that, that renting the spark. Now keep in mind, renting the spark isn't necessarily renting it. So you're not necessarily paying the upland team to rent the spark. So when sparks distributed, everybody will get spark. Now that spark you can use to build or you can put it on the market. So you own X amount of spark. Now you can then put it up on the market to be leased by other uplanders to build or to do other things so that money is as long as there's essentially community availability as as i understand it um it's not going to you're not paying the the developers don't make any money on that because you're renting it from other players you're not okay i read that differently because i think the reality is that they're trying to figure out how to get us to spend more spark or more upex right so no, they're trying to generate a freestanding economy of of generating. I mean, yes, they have the initial revenue in and they get, uh, you know, a fraction of all the sales and all that good stuff. But um, the, the spark is the beginning of creating a self-sustaining economy because you'll you'll have your own spark. And then that's like the building block. And then you can. So if you if you own one one building, let's say, and you build that building and you're done, you have five sparks sitting there. You can then put it up on the market and essentially rent that out um, as a secondary source of income for yourself. Um, and then hopefully you use that to purchase other things. And then um, as somebody who maybe is a high consumer of spark, then you would rent that from other people. It, and then my understanding is like if that runs out or the, I don't know if they'll do any sort of price regulation um, at what point that you can then buy from the community pool. Um, Cause there'll be like a set right, amount of community. TML, the reality spark. is you're spending spark. I'm sorry. You're spending Upix to rent spark, which is basically the same thing, right? I mean, the idea here is that spark, yeah. what they're offering in the first year 
is for block explorers or decor mm-hmm. um, is that they're going to provide you whatever crap they create and you're going to have to like stake spark to get it. And then you have to turn around and see if you can make a profit off of it. I mean, well, yeah, but spark is just like spud. You're but spark is like spud. For, for upix. And so yeah. you're like playing. And for most of us, we make enough upix. Where, why would that be beneficial? Really? Honestly? I mean, most of us make 10,000 upix a day. I mean, mm-hmm. why would we work so hard to actually do all this? I mean, it's, it's the game. Like that's the game right. as you go. Yeah. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a shop and I'm going to build uh, statues and I'm going to build little lawn ornaments and maybe I'm no, going to build a, that. Yeah. Gonna what are you talking anything. about? That's they're, the whole, feed that's you. A, no, they, they're feeding us exactly what they want. No, no, no. Read no. It. The, the outdoor decor very specifically says that you provide the blueprint and then they will approve it and build it. So essentially they're the governing body to say, Hey, we don't want, you know, everyone can't make a niche or in lawn gnome or no dick statues. One or two people can make it. And then at that point was like, Hey, yeah, I'm all making a niche or in lawn gnome and I'm going to put it on my front yard with one of those peeing angels. Like it's going to be classy. Um, M dog patch, of course, you know, let's, yeah, let's but how many it. people are going to buy that? I mean, what's the, well, that's the thing. Well, that's so, you know, you're the market decides well, because everyone earns 10,000 upex a day. What are you going to spend your upex on another Fresno burner? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, what, but that's the I mean, game. I, like, I, I still that's value the game. But that's like, the game. It's, this shit. it's, who buys the crap in SimCity and in GTA? Like, I want to buy stuff and I want to decorate my yard. I want to put, you know, llama statues up and I want a fake Christmas tree and I want all kinds of crazy nonsense to decorate with. Like, that's the game. Like, that's why people keep saying, oh, well, I want to run real business. Well, there's plenty of other ways to run a real business. This is a game. You're going to buy little tchotchkes and you're going to make little tchotchkes and then you're going to sell them to gamers for Apex because they go, okay, cool. I'm going to put $10 in so I can buy a niche and lawn gnome. Like, cool. I'm going to put that on my one property. And now I'm going to show it to my friends. Like, check out this cool property I own with this niche and lawn gnome. And like, you're only going to have one niche and lawn gnome. I would think like you need an army. No, yeah, exactly. So we mass produce these little bastards and, uh, you know, ship them out everywhere. I will be putting them on all my dog patch properties. But, well, like, no one's going to buy them. That, that's my point. I mean, why not? What else are you going to do with your. The reality is, you you spent a lot of money on um, some art um, explorers that were really mm-hmm. nice, like, a, like, I don't know, Walt Disney threw up. But the reality is, you went back to your, your, your turtle. <laughs> And so everyone wants to be, uh, they want their Explorer to be their own custom design. So no, no, does- no, but uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the custom Explorer? I'm talking about the outdoor decor. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the custom Explorer show. I'm talking about All the right. outdoor decor. Sorry. The, the lawn gnome I'm talking about is like a gnome, like a garden gnome that I actually, it's a 3D model that I'm going to put in my front yard, like of my house. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that is going to be – those things are going to be wildly popular. Now, Maybe. The, I mean, the reality is there's a lot of other blockchain games coming up that have way more advanced technology. I mean, who wants to put a gnome or grass or a, a bicycle on a blue property? I mean, we haven't even gotten to the point that we actually have property that actually is like – well, now, granted, property development, I think property development comes before business. Yeah, that's correct. 
That's right. as I understand it. So again, we're talking, we're still talking some time out before these businesses hit live, but I mean, yeah, that's, that's out. the whole premises. And then, <laughs> um, you know, keep in mind that the block explorers are also NFTs and while they're 2d, not 3d, um, I think that they would still offer the same thing as being like hung like art or things like that. So yes, I don't have my custom block explorers. Um, the ones that I purchase as my explorer, because I, I have a brand of my turtle, so I, I keep that up. Um, but other people who may not have a custom explorer or who like that particular explorer um, might pay for it. And I'll probably put it in like an NFT museum or a block explorer museum, if that's allowed, of like putting it up as a just a wall mount NFT. And the- what I understood about the article, the community is also going to be able to sell their own collected block explorers so like for example the turkey one that we just got if you don't particularly care for that one and you want to get rid of it you would visit one of these block explorer shops and i i would assume negotiate with the proprietor the price that you want to list it for and then the shop owner is going to take a percentage commission on that sale etc you're running yeah, a pawn shop for block explorers. Yeah, that's that's my understanding too. Essentially, you're signing up to be Atomic Hub, but for block explorers only and within Upland. And, and yeah. here's the key thing: which is, is super cool, by the way. Like these Christmas ones, they did it perfect. They right. did five. Like, yep. damn it, you punks! Like now, I got to go out and find for it. Like I got to buy these up to try and get my collection. I got a, I got a, a missing Halloween one I need to get. Like, as a collector, like, yeah, I want to go collect all those. I got to get Dizzy to sell me his golden ring, which I know he'll never do, but it's a hope. <laughs> I can hope, can't I? And I'm going to key- put it in the museum, Dizzy. Don't be stingy. <laughs> the key thing here is this is also beta. This is helping them figure out the mechanics. Um, once again, not aligned with the price, but I understand the commitments that they're looking for. And there's still a process and you have the pre-application after you have the pre-application submitted, you'll be part of the AMA. So if you're not part of, if you have not submitted an application, which is due by January 28th of 2021, then you're not part of the AMA. So your questions won't be answered just because you submit an application doesn't mean you're committed to anything at that point in time. Because after the AMA, if you like what you hear, you can put in your business application and uh, they'll have further details and you'll be able to submit a final business application. And the team will select uh, the applicants and a resource commitment will be due upon your selection. Uh, You're still allowed to back out at that point in time. After you've provided your commitment of resources that's when you start collaborating with the team and fine-tuning the business details the plan features and you set up your promotions i'm interested of what the promotions will be will they be in-game push notifications will they be uh hitting up the upex podcast for advertising space or the upland action news for advertising space and then you actually got the beta business launch so i don't see this happening till late February, early March that they get a business off the ground. What's your thoughts oh, there? Longer than that, I think. I mean for a beta spark. We don't even have a spark yet. Like you need spark, you need you need property development. I mean you can't run a business out of nothing. And you can't run any business without spark. 
So I think we're looking at May, honestly. Like your block explorer I, shop won't need Spark. You're just trading inventory. Yeah, you still need a shop, right? You still need a. You still need a store. They still need to do property development, sizing, things like that. I don't. I mean, honestly, I think May. Um, I think people have time as well. I mean, so if you haven't read the article, it's they're suggested like staking is like a million for block explorer, 5 million for the outdoor decor, which I know is a sticker shock to some people. Um, I, I go, I, I mean, that's what they're, they're kind of giving you that budget to say, this is what you can probably expect to spend over a year more or less. I think it's, I think that's less than what you'll spend if you're doing it aggressively, but they want people to have a stake in it and to go, you know, hey, if it if it costs whatever to make the block or to make uh, the outdoor decor items and to buy the the spark to rent the spark to have stock and inventory, they want to make sure that uh, you know people have that available to them. They don't want to set somebody up for failure where they barely have enough to buy a license and then they sit there with you know two spark building a bench every week. Like that's not a profitable business. Like you need to be able to accelerate your development. Um, and that means you're going to need to rent spark pretty aggressively. You're going to need to do some advertising and get out there um, and do some stuff. So uh, I don't know. I, I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, collaboration. I know myself, I've already reached out to several like uh, art type or like 3d developers uh, for the decor piece. And, um, you know, just generally talking about, Hey, is there an opportunity? Maybe we can do a, a, a profit sharing situation where sell stock in the, um, in the actual business to help some more people get involved. If you're interested in it, I think whoever gets selected for this, there's probably only going to be a handful of people that are doing it. And I think they're going to be heavily involved and hopefully they're heavily involved in the community and um, you'll be able to participate like uh, directly or indirectly with them uh, and, for this. And I think that some of that too is it's going to be people heavily involved in the community and it's, you're, you're helping to develop the mechanics and that that's very important. And just because you end up having a block explorer shop, which is really a marketplace at first, doesn't give you a leg up ultimately when business development comes out, you might not be able to design a block explorer to save your life or have contacts to design that. And then they finally open up the custom block explorers and you have very talented, very creative teams that come out and they're just killing it. So you're not getting put at a unfair advantage to be in this beta, but you are definitely doing something great for the upland community of helping work out the mechanics behind it and what works and what's successful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, I think the thing is, I mean, anyone else, anyone who's been involved in like the individual betas, like the, or even any of the launches knows, like, this is a, it's a pretty agile team. They release things, they try to release things pretty quickly. Um, so I think hopefully if you join, you're, you're going to have some patience with the team. Um, and I think that's probably honestly one thing they're looking for as well um, is because, you know, it's going to take some time. There's going to be some kinks to work out. Um, I think that the team is always, done right as far as i know that there's been some exceptions and i won't i won't try and justify the exceptions but i feel like the better majority of like individual issues are, are handled fairly well by the team but that's just my experience i know individual results may vary um i've definitely heard some horror stories which is unfortunate but um it seems like they, they try to do their best um 
And apparently blockchain's a real pain in the ass to deal with. So kudos <laughs> to them for slugging through that. And uh and you mean blockchain physically, not block unchained, to be specific. There. Oh no, the blockchain technology, <laughs> not block unchained. Who's a legend? So and that is also that's also a good uh good point there is it just working with the technology and the response of the team and look look at all the hype and the fear mongering that was going on with the first initial fiat out like everybody was just going to cash out the game was going to crash and we're, we're always unsure of the unknown and then once the things are implemented oh it wasn't really that bad could they have rolled it out better probably but once again, you're growing and you're learning. I don't think it's going to be as bad as the initial response from it. And I think there's going to be uh, valuable lessons and it's going to help improve the business licenses as they come out. Yep. Also for all those who like, and I don't want to bring up like competitors and stuff like that, but like PM me, if you think that there is a better game than Upland and here's the criteria for me, my number one criteria is I have to be able to play it on my phone. I have to have full feature capabilities on my phone, preferably with a native iOS native app. I will accept web interface. I do not want to have to have a private crypto wallet, but I do want the blockchain security. Um, what else? Eh. And then beyond that, like that's, that's my, that's my like MVP requirements. And I haven't seen a game. Yeah, I, I've I look at all the competition, um, and I go, yeah, okay. Where's my mobile app? Oh, I can't do it on my phone. I spend ninety percent of my time on my phone. I, yeah. so I, it's interesting. Oh, and by the way, yeah, there was a lot of fiat out. I don't think that they understood what fiat out meant. I think fiat out, people were thinking that they could just cash back in their UPEX. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, like an like, exchange. Like, yeah, like an exchange and they're like, oh, the, the value is going to plummet. People are just going <laughs> to just going to cash back in and get out. Um, it was like nonsense. Like, you don't obviously understand what was happening. But, um, yeah, so if you have a game that meets those criteria, please PM me. I would love to check it out uh, because everyone who's saying, you know, and again, I would agree that progress has probably been a little bit slower than what I would like to see, but I know the team has been agile and trying to pivot and had some really spike in sales and they're trying to make up some other stuff. So, And they had some unforeseen events go on that they had to create other things that got in the way of the long-term development. Yeah. Like rolling out Fresno and hitting Manhattan as quick as Manhattan happened and Yeah. So again, trains. I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely going to participate. I, I again uh, from what I what we were talking about before the show, I think you can only do one, which is a damn shame. I know it's a, a big commitment, but I feel like I could I really want to run a blockchain a block explorer shop just because I'm such a, a block explorer whore. Um but uh, I re- the decor one, I'd like to get a community. I'd like to get like a Upland fan art um, decor shop running. Um, Jim Juice and I were actually talking about it earlier. I think that'd be super cool to have. I mean, there's a lot of talented artists around uh, the Upland fan art stuff. 
have have a shop and uh, for them to build 3D models and and decor to sell. I think that'd be super cool. So might have to just pony up the five. Do stupid. Do you plan on do you plan on submitting an app? Oh yeah. What's your plan? If I do anything, it would be the Block Explorer shop. Um, mm. Just All right. just because that's simpler to run as a market, you know, you, you can do the advertising and you're basically taking inventory and you're distributing and you're pawn shopping stuff. So you're going to be the first pawn shop of Upland. Um, <laughs> because, oh, uh, yeah. what you, you know, it depends, you know, what do you need? Are you trying to buy some uh, crack or some heroin? And how will you yeah. sell me your uh, block explorer? But, uh, Anyway, um, just because I don't have the time or the skills to, to develop the outdoor decor. Um, so I might, and then just my life with four kids that I got to keep alive or family services will come. Uh, I'm already burning. <laughs> I'm already killing their college fund with Upland. So, um, yeah, so I'm on the Block Explorer shop. I'd really like to go in on the decor shop, but I just don't have the skills or the ability to be there. All right, well, Thanks. then maybe we'll partner up. We'll have uh, the Upex podcast uh, decor shop slash, and then you can have the Explorer shop. For three oh, I, uh, I'll definitely be interested in taking shares and other things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, if you're interested again, you know, it's a quite steep price. I want to do, I don't have any interest in being a lone wolf on this uh, decor shop. I don't have the 3d skills. I've reached out to a couple 3d designers um, and that would be a caveat. I'd have to have some people on the team that I would do profit share with. And then I'd love to team up with some other people. So if you're interested, you don't want to go full in, um, let's get a, let's get an awesome team together to just build out the, the coolest decor shop ever. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. What are your overall thoughts there, T? I will definitely be submitting an application for a block explorer shop. And I have a feeling that most applicants are going to be, choosing San Francisco as their base. So I'm hoping that my choice of Fresno, as I'm sure you guys can all take a guess on where in Fresno, I would put it. Chinatown. Um, <laughs> close, very close. Yeah. If we were playing the hot coal game, you'd be, you'd be burning up. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I definitely plan on going in on that. Um, I'm pretty sure I can, Raise the OPIC slash funds. Um, I'll have to talk it over with Chica86, though, because she's the boss. But um, that's the plan is to put in the Block Explorer shop. And then, yeah, I will definitely be looking to see where or how I can contribute into a decor if that's an option. You're on the team, man. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. TML, you got anything else on businesses? Uh, no, I mean, I think I'm excited about it. I mean, it's, it's the next big step. Um, I'm excited to see, I I love block. I love collecting them. I know it's, it's, it is kind of weird since, you know, I'm, I don't ever really change it. I just like having them because I'm a collector. It's like Pokemon. You only play with your top five, but you got to collect them all. Um, so I'm excited 
Um, and I'm glad that there's, uh, you know, we'll have probably at least a couple. Uh, Recurrier said he is looking to do a block explorer shop. So it looks like we'll have a strong showing um, of block explorers represented um, on some core people. It uh, looks like I have to go start uh, selling kidneys. Uh, if anybody go, wants to buy a top shot, I just put one up there for 10 grand. Go buy that so that way I can fund my day nice. workshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, top shot, NBA top shot is going crazy. LeBron James was a was a huge sale. One of, one of his cards was a huge sale to this John Morant card went off. I mean, Top Shop's flying off the shelf. So if you have any of the Cosmic or the Halo Max, and put them up for sale. E- even just the nickel and dimes. Um, even the uh, metallic gold LEs, they're, they're selling like crazy. It's it's interesting. One day, one day I'd like to have a, a, a sports card shop in Upland with these moments or a sports moments shop. It'd be pretty cool. Oh, well, you should probably talk to the owner of uh, Card Alley, a.k.a. all the properties of Card Alley in San Francisco. Nah, I'll just put it where I want to put it. Damn. It ain't going to be as popular as Card Alley. That's where all the card collectibles is going to be. But these aren't cards. These are moments. Oh, boy. Well, I don't think Moments Lane is available for your sappy bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I think that's a new one for the show. Is that a new one? <gasps> Can we have a curse tracker? Uh, we might need to, but Nishir and dropped the first F-bomb of the show, so congratulations there. Usually yeah, it's you. Which is out of nowhere. <laughs> Who the hell left him be unmuted through this whole damn thing? That was a bad idea. I blame I did. No, I trust I, him. I'm, I'm, I'm not unmuted. I'm just listening in. <laughs> yeah you he's got listening no he's sounds like not your voice he's got a microphone that has a mute button on it and right, it just shows myself it just shows that he's <laughs> mute unmuted on zoom but his microphone's muted i do uh, it at work all the time uh, anyway uh t davis anything before we get out of here for this wonderful thursday um i don't think so we might be getting closer to that other show, but I don't think we're ready to make any announcements quite yet. So I would say stick around the discord and um, keep in touch with us. If you're interested in when that might be, but other than that, I'd shout out to mix for bringing me the data again this week. Uh, I really appreciate that. Shout out to uh, Upix world for their work. And uh, that's about it. Thank me later. Anything else before we wrap up this episode? Um, no, I think looking forward to the, the BCH thing. Uh, I can't wait. I don't think they've made any announcements. The, the applications closed, uh, that BCH partnership. I'm expecting some, uh, if things go well, we can't really announce anything yet, but, uh, might be some exciting happenings, uh, around that. Yes, looking forward to the BCH. Uh, we got some stuff lined up for that and uh, looking for some good announcements there and uh, some exciting times coming in the Upland world. Uh, once again, shout out Marge Utah for uh, the theme song, dailyuplander.com for the data, UpX World. If anybody can get a hold of Tolga, love to get them on. They're, they might be... Uh, 
I mean, when you drop that much in a week, I think that's more than Dizzy or more than Noyce did in a week at any time. So that that's the newest. Uh, I give yeah, them. You know the, what? I'll I'll do that right now. Too stupid. I'll direct them to you. Oh, you you got contact? You've been holding out on us, T? No, I just I know his Discord name, and so I will do that. Outstanding. Outstanding. I like it. Uh, if you are watching the live uh, live broadcast of the podcast, make sure you do sometime in the next week. Uh, log into your favorite podcast platform and listen to the show again so we get our listens and our downloads. Uh, if you're listening on this, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. If you're on a platform that you can leave a comment, leave a comment. Really appreciate it. And everybody stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin'.